Head to our Discord if you want to ask the Nintendo crew a question for the question block. You can get there by going to Nintendo.com. We put the we in wiener. That's the manner in which we roll. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody. I almost forgot to start the show because I'm not Lucas. <laughs> um, this is Infendo Radio. Thanks for coming. It's been a hot minute since I've hosted. Um, it's a hot, been a hot minute since it's been a two-man show, and I'm pretty sure the last time it was you and I that did the two-man show. Yep. So how are you doing tonight, Justin? Uh, pretty good. Um got some gaming in over the past week uh we got some news to talk about so um it'll probably be a short show with just the two of us but uh at least we got some stuff to talk about yeah totally um anything that you want to mention to the folks before uh you know the pluggy plugs section ends yeah exactly i almost forgot uh follow me on twitter at infendo justin and uh, go to the disneyparkbench.com um, I've posted a couple of new movie reviews in the past, uh, couple of weeks and a blog a little before that. So, um, you know, always something new coming out. Someday there'll be videos and, and I'll come go back to the podcast, but for now it's just, uh, whatever I have time for. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know what it is. I were for me, just go to infender.com. That's, that's the place to go. But, uh, other than that. I think we have a show for you, and it's, uh, if you can't tell by the music, we're going to be talking a little bit about some Splatoon news, because there was a direct that came this morning. I don't know if it was announced or not, but I was not expecting it. Just kind of shadow dropped um, on my radar anyways. But uh, got some pretty cool news out of it. Um, did you watch the direct, Justin? I did watch it. Um, because because I have a short attention span, I was kind of tuning in and out, so I'd watch it and then stare at my phone and then realize I missed part of it. So there's going to be some stuff in here that I did not uh, that I did not catch the first time through. I f- but I feel like the person that was directing us through the direct was kind of like a little monotony. So I kind of got the same. Uh, oh gosh, okay, I'm gonna. I, I'm kind of dozing through this, so I'm gonna kind of skip through this uh, presentation thing. But yeah, no, I I got the same vibes actually. Yeah, I mean, so I guess, I guess the first thing I want to say about Splatoon three is this is kind of the opposite of what Nintendo is known for. Uh, granted, Splatoon has not been an annualized franchise, but considering, um. You know, it came out, the first one came out at the end, near the end of the Wii U's life, and then we got a sequel just a couple of years later on the Switch, and now we're getting another one. This is a pretty fast turnaround for three yeah. entries of a Nintendo franchise, and normally we only get, you know, one per console. Um, and it is really more of the same. I mean, it is kind of why Nintendo doesn't usually do this. It does feel like, like this could have been like a patch to Splatoon 2 and, you know, maybe charge 20, 30 bucks for it or something. But I think what they, what they wanted to do is we have all these new features. And even though it's very, most likely running on the same engine and using the same assets and everything like that, if we release a new game, we're more likely to get people to buy it than to just release DLC for the existing game. In which case, you know, sure. not as many people will buy it because they feel it's, you know, superfluous. Um, 
that being said, um, I'm on the fence about it, uh, like I have been with a lot of Nintendo games lately, still kind of waiting for that, you know, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey game to jump out at me. Um, they are, they do have a deal right now where you get, um, 10% back in, um, you know, your Nintendo coins if you pre-order it, which, yeah, that. which they've done in the past and usually, Tempting. yeah, usually gets me to get it because I use those coins. I save them up for months and then Same. blow them all on one big game. Um, yeah, I know. I bought a, I can't remember what $60 game I bought with my uh, coins recently, but I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I just don't have to pay anything for this right now. Exactly. You know? Like, that's that's usually how I handle it. Um, so it is tempting, but, you know, Splatoon is one of those games I'll, like, I'll pop in, I'll play for a while, and then forget about it for a long time until somebody else is like, hey, let's play Splatoon. So, yeah. Um, you know, if everybody else is playing it, I might end up getting it just so i can play with everybody else otherwise i have a feeling i'm going to be playing some splatoon 2 tonight <laughs> yeah right yeah it kind of want made me want to reboot it up as well quite honestly i haven't played that in forever forever i don't know if i've um, even played it on, so, my, on my oled well i bet you it looks oh god it's probably so bright and vibrant on that thing oh my gosh well you mentioned uh pre-show that you were excited about a couple of elements but uh what stood out to you from the direct i know that for me the the splat fest was really like just that was cool <laughs> looks sign me up for that the three yeah that's that's really like of all the things that they've added that's that's the thing that has me most excited like three-way splatoon just sounds like absolute chaos and i like the way they arrange it where you know the winning team of the last match has to hold the center ground and fend off the attackers from both sides so you know you get a nice um balance there and and it just sounds like uh, i like i'm there for that like if nothing else i think three-way splatoon is the thing that's gonna get me into it (laughs) Yeah, totally. I like that they um, are introducing like a new um, the mini game thing. I don't remember what it was called, but that one looked kind of cool as well. So yeah, it's it's going to be you know, like you said, more Splatoon. But at the same time, I uh, I'm here for more Splatoon because I, I kind of dropped off on the second one after about two three months playing it pretty hard. So I'm probably I'll probably give it another 20 40 hours at least on this one you know and for me that justifies another 60 dollar purchase so you know i'm gonna be getting it oh yeah and i'm sure that I, I i wish lucas were here to talk about it because uh one of the new uh weapons that they introduced the splatana i'm sure is going to be his yeah. weapon of choice you know nice samurai sword for him to swing around right yeah, the uh, there was a couple of other things that was announced as well, like the Anarchy Battles and, you know, a couple of others. But, yeah, I, I, I'm ready at this point to just uh, see the game and uh, and play it. You know, I don't want to read about it anymore. I hope that they have like a like a splat fest or uh, what it was, a splat launch or a test fire or whatever yeah, they called it the last time. Yeah, I think that's what it is, the, the test fire, where... yeah. Um... Uh, I had a thought and then it, and then it went away. I was looking at the list of, of things. Um, oh yeah, the the game is launching with a lot more content than than one or two did. Uh, I mean, looks you're like sta- it. starting out with twelve arenas with more to come out over the next couple of years. So 
I mean, considering Splatoon 2, I think, launched with, what, maybe 8, and I, I don't even remember. But, yeah, both of them were pretty bare bones when they came out. So it looks like Splatoon 3 is just kind of diving in as, as a full game um, with more stuff yeah, to come. Yeah, totally. Uh, one of the yeah, and, and they even announced DLC. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. So one of the stages that looks really interesting is the one that takes place like in the in the bridge, like the framework of a bridge. That looked really neat. Um, yeah, and just the the level of detail. Um, you know, you don't really look at what you're inking when you're playing the game, but the level of detail sure. and and everything that's uh, that's in the levels looks really you know, high-end stuff. Yeah, no, no kidding. I I mean, Nintendo, I've heard a lot lately that um, on, you know, other podcasts and, you know, just on Twitter in general that people are just kind of really poo-pooing on the Switch a lot lately. Like, oh yeah, it runs a lot, you know, not as good as like my other consoles, the PS5 and the Xbox. And, and while true, yes, while true, and it, Nintendo always seems to be able to pull out just like some incredible stuff with their console. Splatoon always looks good. And this one is no exception. Like you said, like it looks really, really, really good. So I'm sure that y'all with your OLEDs are going to be excited to be playing it on that one. Well, and you know, like I'm, I'm not, I'm never that super excited about graphics. Like I can appreciate good graphics uh, when they're there, but you know, like I was playing the Witcher three the other day on my switch. Um, on my crummy old television upstairs in the office, and it looked fine. <laughs> you know, like, like the Switch can sure. do well enough, and Nintendo knows how to make games that run well on their systems. Like, you're not going to get yeah. a game... Like, they know how to cut the right corners so that everything looks good, but you can't tell that the corners were cut. Yeah, it's even as far back as like the Nintendo 64, you know, like nobody could make a uh, 3D game as pretty as like a Nintendo game back then. Quite, quite frankly, I think like they did it the best in the business, even based off of like its PS1 uh, counterparts, you know, like, of course, the PS1 had like video and stuff like that, because like you can your full motion video because it was like a CD. But, you know, when it came to like graphics in game, like Nintendo's just always doing it just incredibly you know just you go go back to a ps1 game and then go back to super mario 64 and i guarantee you any ps1 game you go to is going to look inferior to super mario 64 you know it always bothered me since it's just the two of us and we don't have much to talk about i, I may as well go off on a tangent here it always bothered me sure. when i heard people complain about the n64's you know the muddy blurry graphics because sure i had a playstation and an n64 and the playstation graphics were never anything impressive to me because like the textures were always so blocky like everything looked like it was made out of big right. chunky legos um yeah like totally so, so it had the low poly curse that the n64 had and uh, the the textures were crap so mm -hmm. like yeah, like, I guess compared to PC or later on the Dreamcast, the N64 was inferior. But, you know, for a console game at the time, it was really, like, a lot of it was really top-notch. Um, yeah, totally. I've been playing N64 I still say to this day... Oh, I've been playing N64 games on my Switch, and, you know, so they still look good. You up those, and 
you know, yeah, you can see where the textures have been stretched and, and blurred, but, you know, they make it work. Yeah, I still to this day will say that um, Super Mario Sunshine, just like some of the best water in the business, back on the GameCube, I remember that just playing that game, I was like, wow. But just wow, this is like just a great looking game, you know, like and yeah, Nintendo just can always just do something. They're always able to optimize their console as they should, you know, they're, you know, they're console makers. So, you know, it always amazes me like, you know, playing Grand Theft Auto 5 and seeing the water effects in that game, which are really good. But you compare them to uh super mario sunshine and wave race blue storm and even today like a lot of developers just haven't quite gotten that level of fluidity mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. you know waves and and everything that that nintendo had back in 2001 you know yeah right yeah there i forget which game is supposed to have like the best water these days i, I can't remember if it's like sea of thieves or something like that but like uh I, I uh yeah super mario sunshine I always remember that for that so yeah um anyways well let's go ahead and switch subjects here um wave two of mario kart dlc came out which is probably gonna lead nicely into your change of system i'm guessing but sort of. um there was a lot of uh courses this go around another eight um i'm actually looking at it kind of for the first time i know lucas met, read it out last week but waluigi pinball is one of my favorite courses i loved the ds version of uh mario kart that just was like that was like the sweet spot of Mario Kart for me, snaking and all. But um, what are you excited about? What's the good courses this go around? Um, I'm trying to look at a at a list actually, um, because honestly, I had forgotten. Got one for you in chat. Ex- I'll, excellent. Uh, I'll go ahead and read them off though for those uninitiated. Um, so Wave Two comes with the Turnip Cup and the Propeller Cup. Um, it looks like the Turnip Cup includes uh, New York Minute from Mario Kart Tour, Mario Circuit 3 from Mario uh, from Super Mario Kart, Calamari Desert from Mario Kart 64, and Waluigi Pinball from Mario Kart DS. The Propeller Cup comes with Sydney Sprint from Mario Kart Tour, uh, Snowland from Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mushroom Gorge from Mario Kart Wii, and um, Sky High Sunday, which is apparently a new track, which will be coming to Mario Kart Tour later. So that's kind of exciting. Um, I I feel like they they're doing a lot of uh, justice with this DLC. Like it's just a lot, a lot of content. Turnip Cup alone is worth the price of admission uh, for me, honestly, because Mario Circuit Three is one of the best courses in the in the Super NES. Calamari Desert, mm-hmm. one of the most memorable courses from the N sixty four. Yep, and like you said, Waluigi Pinball is is ever is like everybody's favorite. So, um, that right there is great. New York Minute, I don't know as if I've ever played on that. Um, in all the times I played Mario Kart Tour, I love New York City, so I'll probably find something to love about that. Um, and although I'm not as excited about the uh, Propeller Cup. Um, I will say that um, any chance to get uh, game 
uh, Game Boy Advance course, I'm happy with because that. Sure. I played so many hours of Super Circuit um, back in those days because it was the only system I could play on at the time. So I sure. I think that's kind of an unsung gem of the series. And it's great that we keep getting these new original ones. You know, we got the, the Ninja Hideaway the last time, and we got Sky High Sunday this time. I have a feeling that these courses are probably going to make a return in Mario Kart 9, and they're just kind of, probably you know, wetting our whistle for what, what's to come. Uh, which, again, is probably why we're getting almost entirely remakes of old courses. Because why would they give mm -hmm. us a bunch of new courses when they can save those for, uh, you know, another game. But, yeah, like, mm -hmm. even if I didn't already get all this stuff with the uh, Switch Online expansion pass, I would gl I would totally pay, what is it, $25? Just for what they've yeah, released. Yeah, I think it's 25 bucks. yeah. I think just for what they've released totally. is worth $25. Um, but to get... And there's six waves. Yeah, like, there's there's still a lot more to come so you know like like this is great and yeah like i said so these are some of my favorite um courses in any mario kart so yeah totally uh, i've uh I, i'm i have i've yet to go back yet to download uh, to play any of these courses but i think this is the one that's going to make me go back i am terrible at mario kart though um but i still like it you know, I'm just, I had forgotten just, just for how ride. terrible you are at Mario Kart. <laughs> I'm really bad. I'm really, really bad. Like Justin and Lucas by far are ahead of the pack usually. <laughs> and even even poor Steve, he's whooping my butt in Mario Kart. You know, like he's got one up on me. He's actually pretty good, I would say. But like I, you know. Credit where credit's due. You and Lucas just kind of have something else going on for you guys in yeah. Mario Kart. I don't Lucas know. and I are usually duking it out for for first place. I will give Lucas credit. He's usually ahead of me, but he and I are usually pretty competitive when we're racing together. Uh, we have never played a battle mode together. Um, all the mm. times we played Mario Kart, maybe maybe that's more your forte. We should we should try that sometime. Um, sure. I, I haven't that played... That would be cool if there were battle modes that came with this DLC, actually, now that I think about it. But I don't think they announced anything like that, right? I don't think they did. But, yeah, it would be nice to get some new battle courses. You know, bring back some of the some of the traditional ones. Um, mm -hmm. the, the N64 one is the, the iconic one for me. Yeah, the block, the block fort. Um, mm -hmm. What was... I'm trying to think. The 3DS had some good courses too. Like, yeah, let's. Yeah, I know that you know Mario Kart's all about the racing, but seriously, most of my memories of the, of the Mario Kart franchise are, you know, mm -hmm. weekend evenings with a with a box of pizza and bottles of Mountain Dew and mm -hmm. staying up till two in the morning playing <laughs> Battle Mode, Battle Mode mm -hmm. and Golden Eye and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I I hope that we get more Battle Mode courses. At the very least, I hope they continue with battle mode in uh you know mario kart 9 because i know the original are we getting mario kart 9 on the switch or is it just gonna be eight forever like what who, who knows at this point i know that mario kart 8 on the wii u had the worst battle mode ever uh, there were no <laughs> original like battle arenas you just battled in race courses which was just awful right but 
um, yeah, I'd like to see them put more focus on that, because that's always one of my favorite aspects of it. Um, mm-hmm. So, as far as the new courses, the only ones I've the only one I've played on so far is Mushroom Gorge, um, and that's because I was playing a little bit of Mario Kart Online the other day with uh, with a friend of mine, um, and that was you know basically what I remember from from the Wii version. So you know that's a good good version sure. of that. Haven't played on any of the others. I have played all of Wave One's courses. Um, I know there's a lot of criticism for when they, for especially the ones they brought over from the the iPhone game, that you know the textures mm-hmm. are kind of low res and everything. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, honestly, again, I'm not that big on graphics, and even though Mario Kart 8 was a beautifully detailed game, I'm usually driving by things so quickly that I don't notice how detailed yeah. they are. Yeah, you know? right. At, at 250 CC, who cares, right? Like you're just racing. I am eager to see what Waluigi Pinball looks like, though, with all the bright flashing lights and things moving oh around. Oh, my gosh. That one's got to look so impressive on the OLED screen. You'll have to report back. Oh, God, I bet you that looks good on your OLED Yeah, TV speaking too. of Holy which, crap. I've mentioned in the last podcast that I did have a new OLED TV. Um, it is now mounted to the wall. I've got one of those uh, uh, Govi Dream view whatever the the backlights with the camera mm-hmm. so you point the camera at the tv and it reads the edges of the screen and whatever oh, cool. color is in the you know section of the screen it lights up the backlight that color so it's kind of like the tv's bigger than it actually is um mm-hmm. so between the the oled tv being beautiful and the backlight kind of enhancing all of that and being mounted on the wall and turnable and everything like that like gaming downstairs is just the greatest now so <laughs> um sure can't wait to to give to give all that a try i did do some gaming on it uh last weekend as a matter of fact i don't know if we want to start on change the system yeah might as well let's go ahead and transition right all in. right well uh I'll let you go first since I've kind of been talking constantly for the past couple of minutes, but uh, I do have sure. I do nothing new and exciting to talk about on my end, but I did get to do some multiplayer gaming that I'd like to talk about later. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start, but kind of the same. Nothing new and exciting on my end either. Although I do have <clears throat> some exciting Elden Ring news. <laughs> um, I am at the end game. Um, spoilers for the next 10 seconds if you care about elden ring stuff um i'm on the the end boss which is actually two bosses you have to fight oh and spoilers um and yeah so i'm fighting through that have not beaten it yet because it's hard as hell um trying to I, i always try at least like five times uh maybe 10 times a do- as many times as i feel like that, that I'm not getting frustrated by myself. And then um, once that doesn't work or I get like really frustrated, um, I'll call in the, the, the supports, you know, bring in the troops. Cause you know, this is a game where you can play multiplayer and usually before every boss, there's like a option to um, summon somebody is what it's called. So somebody, somebody from a different world, um, which means bringing multiplayer into the game. So uh, there's usually a lot of people that are willing to help you out in, at, in front of all the boss rooms because, uh, you know, 
if you go help somebody and then you win, then you gain experience and, you know, it helps you level up, you know, that, that type of thing. So uh, I think I mentioned before, uh, I, I treat that as like almost like a torrent, the way I treat torrenting, because I'll always try and give back as much as I downloaded type of thing. So I'll try and like up my ratio. So I'll at least try and uh, if I have somebody help me, I'll usually try and help at least two people um, beat the boss before I, you know, move on. So if I end up beating the boss with help, uh, and I'll probably do the, do that. But yeah, that's Elden Ring for me. I, I am gonna have to probably play it a third time because, I, like I mentioned, uh, I think you were not here actually uh, when I was talking about this last week, Justin, but. Uh, I'm so close to all the achievement points in this game. So um, one of the things that I'm going to have to do is get a third ending, I'm pretty sure. But I, I was also reading that I could maybe cheese it a little bit by like deleting my game save and then downloading my cloud save real quickly type of thing. And then, you know, restarting it after I get the achievement. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I've. Uh, it's been a long time since I've like, I've never like 100% achievement any game um, it, mm -hmm. but there have been a few games <clears throat> where I have, like, I remember Ghostbusters, the video game. I, I got every single achievement in that except for the multiplayer ones. I never got to play multiplayer on that. Um, Grand sure. Theft Auto 4, I had gotten a lot of the achievements for, including some of the obscure ones. And I think Red Dead Redemption 2, I ended up, uh, probably both 1 and 2, I ended up getting almost all of the... Uh, single player achievements just by the nature of me doing everything because I wanted to like <laughs> sure yeah I, I used to be big into achievements back on the 360 um, me and my uh, my co-worker actually um, Chris we used to just go back and forth and like you know try and see who can get the most achievement points and you know because we're dumb like that I actually went so far as um, renting uh, what was that game? Avatar, yeah. The Last Airbender, because like you can get a thousand achievement points in less than five minutes. So like I was like, yes, sign me up for that. See, I never um, cared that but, much you know, about the points. I like the achievements when they encourage me to do something out yep. of the ordinary. Yeah. Like um, totally. there was one in Grand Theft Auto 4, I remember, fly under every bridge in the city. Um, sure. Uh, and I think they carried that over into the the grand theft auto 3 series remakes um and uh ghostbusters i remember they had a drinking fountain hidden in every level and you had to take a drink out of every okay, drinking sure. fountain <laughs> like just weird stuff like that i don't remember the 360 version of ghostbusters as well as i remember the wii version of ghostbusters uh, you know, I wish I, I, I've been wanting to get the PlayStation Two version of Ghostbusters mainly because oh god, I don't know if I've ever played. It's that. basically the Wii version without motion controls, because okay. I found the motion controls in the Wii version to be really like wonky. Um, so sure. I I really wanted to play that that version of it but i never wanted to oh yeah i forgot that they were still making playstation 2 games back when the wii was going okay. yeah basically yeah, basically yeah, they'd yeah. make the the 360 and ps3 version and then they'd make a downgraded mm -hmm. version for the wii and then usually they'd port the wii version to the playstation 2 because you know there's the install base exactly there. huge install base they're still making fifa for it may as well release our game mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It'll sell a couple hundred thousand, mm-hmm. maybe, or whatever, a couple ten th- tens of thousands, and make some money off of it. You know? Right for like almost. Yeah, no, no I, uh, I, I, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of miss those days. But anyways, um, beyond Elden Ring, um, not much, man. Just been playing that. Um, it kind of has been grabbing most of my attention. Did play some Pokemon Go because I um, was out and about driving around the town um, last week. Um, so that was kind of fun doing that but you know pokemon go only really grabs my attention when there's an event and there hasn't been an event for a couple of weeks so i'm ready for another one so uh yeah that's really it for me so what you got on your end uh so as i've mentioned a couple times uh i had a couple friends over last weekend and we played some games it was mostly like throwback stuff like this was a buddy of mine that i met when i worked at disney world 15 years ago um so you know, we were still uh, N64 and GameCubing back then. Um, sure. So, but we did play. We did uh, play quite a bit of Mario Kart. Um, so that was, but that was before the DLC came out. So we we played mm-hmm. the Wave One courses, but none of the Wave Two ones. Um, okay, sure. But uh, we played a lot of Mario Kart Eight. Um, played Smash Brothers, which I have not played in a long time. I still have not played as Sora or the Sword Girls from Xenoblade, whatever the hell their names are. You bought the DLC pack too, right? So you have Yeah, I have right? all I have all of them. Uh but the last like most of them I wasn't super excited about and I haven't really cared about any of them since Sephiroth and even Sephiroth was cool because he was just a normal fighter. Like, he wasn't super technical. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's... Well, for, for me, the DLC was weird because, like, the ones that I thought I was going to care about, like Banjo-Kazooie, I just don't like. And the ones that I thought I was not going to care about at all, like Minecraft Steve, he's, like, one of my favorite <laughs> ones in the DLC, Joker. Honestly, so. Like, Joker surprised me because I couldn't care less about Persona or, sure. or Shin Megami Tensei or any of those games. Never played any of them. Never had any interest in any of them, but Joker was an interesting character to play as. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the DLC was hit or miss with that, um, but it was nice to be able to play. You know, for me, like it's not worth playing Smash unless I'm playing it with friends. So it was sure. that was that was a good time. Um, the ones that were really exciting, though, was um, oh, I should also mention we did play a round of a ladder match in WWF No Mercy. Because okay. <laughs> he and I used to spend hours playing No Mercy, and so like like the Nintendo sixty four yep. ass No Mercy. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> ladder match, no disqualification. So you spend most of the game beating each other with whatever object we can find until the other one can't get up anymore. <laughs> sure. Was that one of the THQ ones, or who was the yeah. the No Mercy? Okay. Yeah, that was the, the those THQ, were the ones I remember Rocky, I liked. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The, those ones, the good ones, the the ones that started with WCW and WO, and then they got the WWF license later on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 those were the good ones. I heard that the that the people who made those games are actually working on um, a wrestling game for current generation for one of the newer um, 
Yeah, ACW, or I don't yeah, know what it's one. called. I know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah. yeah. God, I, can't, I, I hope that that game comes out, because I would definitely buy another wrestling game by those people. Isn't that where, like, all the cool wrestlers are these days anyways? Like, isn't that where, like, uh, who's that guy? The CM Punk or whatever, isn't that where he's at these days? Honestly, if you named a single wrestler <laughs> since, like, 2000, I would have no the idea 90s, who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. hey, the last like, one the I, only reason the last I knew one that I was because of video games. The last one I remember before CM Punk is like Triple H. I think that's probably as old as I remember because there was, CM, there was Triple H and then CM Punk was like kind of the big up-and-comer at that time. And then I just kind of dropped off. I couldn't tell you who's like big these days. Maybe I should get back into that. Yeah. It's like a soap opera, so I don't know. Yeah, I never watched wrestling except when my friend turned it on, but... I just loved those games, so that's how I got to know those characters. And even back, like, sure. I had a, a WrestleMania game on the Super Nintendo, and so I used to play that all the time. Um, I liked the, but, the... There was, like, a... I don't remember... I think it was on the NES. There was, like, a wrestling game where the guy had, like, a star for his face. Um, that was where it was at for me. I, I can't remember what they, what that game was called. But there was, like, I think, like, even, like, a lizard-looking guy. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, go on. Yeah, you lost me with the lizard-looking guy, but I seem to remember the star. Um, yeah, and we're talking, like, um, Million Dollar Man and, and Macho Man Randy Savage, like, that era. Like, that was... Those, those are the mm-hmm. wrestling games that I grew up with, and then the N64 ones. So we played a, a match or two of of No Mercy for old time's sake. Um, and then we played some stuff that I had never played before. Um, we, I finally, he's like, oh, well, you have Mario Party? Let's play Mario Party. I'm like, really? Like, I love Mario Party, but <laughs> I never have anybody to play it with. So we played uh, a board on Mario Party, uh, Super Mario Party, that I had not played yet. <clears throat> so that was good fun um got to play some mini games that i hadn't played yet i I really want the new mario party but again like it just doesn't seem worth spending full price on a game that i have nobody to enjoy it with but maybe if uh you know if i have friends over more often it'll be more worth getting uh, mario party because i did buy a new game um i got uh switch sports be uh mostly because uh, he and I used to play a lot of Wii Sports Resort, uh, particularly the mm-hmm. bowling. And so we, he's like, oh, I want to play bowling. I'm like, well, let's get Sports Resort because, uh, you know, that's <laughs> that's where the bowling is. And so I got that. So sure. um, I haven't played anything other than bowling, but, uh, I'm you know, I had a reason to get it. So I got it and we played it. Um uh, besides that, nothing really new and exciting. Um, I did get a couple of like cheap games. Um, I did get the Puzzle mm-hmm. and Dragons Nintendo Switch Edition. Um, I had oh, played. Oh, okay. The... That, I think Steve I... had that one. He was talking about that. I had played the demo for the Mario Edition on the either DS or 3DS, and I enjoyed it but not enough to pay full price for it. The Puzzle and Dragons Nintendo Switch Edition doesn't have any of the Mario stuff, but it was only like $5, and then it was reduced to like $2. So I'm like, for $2, Mm -hmm. I'll get $2 worth out of that. 
Um, so I played a little bit of that. It's a different type of puzzle game. Like, it looks like it's your typical match three. Um, and I wasn't here for it, so Steve probably already described it. But basically what you do is you grab you grab one piece, you can use a stylus or, you know, use your um, D-pad. You, you grab a piece and then you move it all of however far on the board as you want in any direction you want but every time you move it it switches places with the piece that you're moving it so you're what you're trying to do is move one piece in a way that it rearranges the pieces to create uh you know matches of three four or five and sets up combos and that's the kind of stuff i love and it's not like time based so you can sit there and you know, just kind of very slowly, meticulously move it around and get just the right movement that you want. So, um, you know, it's a good, it's a good pooping game. It's a good, I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching TV and, you know, only want to half pay attention to my video game sort of game. So that was definitely worth sure. a couple of dollars I paid for it. The other game that I got um, was also a cheap one. And I'm not sure if, I mean, it may have been worth the price that I paid for it, but I wouldn't say it's worth much more. It's called Inertia. And it's kind of a it's kind of a puzzle game. It's a free-running mm-hmm. puzzle game, and basically the idea is you, you have to navigate an obstacle course um over a pit. And Okay you have to keep moving in order to, you know, get to the next platform. So is it like that. platforming? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's mirror's edge meets portal. So like you're in hmm. these, you know, very kind of stark industrial chambers and everything's, you know, set up as an obstacle, but you're free running, and, you know, grabbing ledges and running off walls and stuff like that. The controls are a little finicky, and I'm not quite sure I got the hang of the, well, the the inertia of it. Um, I'll give it some more time. I only paid a couple of dollars for it, so if it ends up royally sucking, you know, it's not like I paid too much money for it. Uh, but sure. it, I, I'd seen it, and it looked interesting, and when it went on sale, I'm like, I may as well give it a try. So um if it's still on sale and it sounds interesting to you you know it might be worth plopping down a dollar or two for it uh but i would definitely would not recommend spending a whole lot of money on it i don't think it's more than ten dollars mm-hmm. full price anyway but um sure uh, but puzzling dragons i'll definitely get you know some some use out of um aside from that um i did beat uh, Link to the Past on the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo Switch Online app. Um, nice. I, I really steamrolled through that game. I can't believe how quickly I beat it, especially since I was playing in fits and starts. It's not as long of a game as I remember it being, but it's still one of the best games <laughs> I've ever played, and and it's fun to revisit every once in a while. Sure. Um. um the only other game that I really feel is worth mentioning, um, I did play some more of The Witcher Three. I know I like I I bought it, I played it for a couple of hours, got distracted by something else, took a long time to get back it's into it. It's been a it. long burn for you. Yeah, and then and then 
you know, decided to start playing it again. And I think what I've discovered is I don't really know how to play that game. And I don't even mean, like, mechanically, but, like, Breath of the Wild and um, Skyrim and even, you know, those games you just kind of wander around and you talk to people and they give you missions and you go and do them. Something like Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption, you have a very, you know, specific story that you're following and you can get mm-hmm. sidetracked on your way. The Witcher 3 seems to be something in between that, but not fully committed mm. to either of them. So I found a city. Like, I'm supposed to be... I, what I was trying to do is follow, like, the story mission, because I figured the story missions are going mm-hmm. to take me to interesting places. Um, I cannot figure out where I'm supposed to go for this story mission. I can't find the location <laughs> on my map. I can't find a waypoint that's showing me where to go. And so I wandered into the city, and there's hundreds of people for me to talk to. Most of them don't have anything interesting to say. I did find a whorehouse where apparently you can actually pay for pleasurable company, um, which Fair. surprised me not just in the fact that Oh, I thought this was going to be a mission. I thought it was going to, you know, bring give me some information like, oh, yes, I'd like mm-hmm. to pay one of your ladies, but I'm actually going to, you know, get some information for my mission on this or get a mission from her. No, it's just straight up. You're paying. You, you get what you pay for. <laughs> I'm like, OK, well, that's. <laughs> Did I get extra health? Yeah, Did I, don't, like, I, I don't get, think like, so. Like, wow. like, I got a cutscene <laughs> that was. You know, it's a video game, so you know there's nothing really to sure. see. <laughs> like, and it's a video game, so why? Like, I don't know. It's a weird game. Like, it looks great, even on the Switch, it looks great. And and if I could figure out how to play it, I would probably fall in love with it, like I did Skyrim and Breath of the Wild and Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption. But I'm just having the hardest time getting into it. Like, it just. If I if I ever need another open world game, I might have to give that a download, especially maybe on the Xbox X. I bet you they have like an enhanced version for the Series X or something like that. That would look really it good. It is, or at least it was on Game Pass. So if you want to give The Witcher Three oh, a try, well, I'm pretty sure you can get it on Game Pass. If not, it does go on sale very often on all systems. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, it's worth giving a try. Like I said, I, I really want to learn to love it because so many people do. Um, but I'm just having a hard time just figuring out what exactly I'm supposed to be doing in it. Because it wants to push me in one direction, but the gameplay wants to push me in another direction. And I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. what to do in either case. Um, sure. And on top of that, I'm only level three and all of the missions that I've uh, taken and not completed recommend that you be like level 16 17 and mm-hmm. like and i'm just getting completely th- got some grinding yeah game. like i'm getting completely thwomped by the enemies so like it's it's taking some getting used to it really just kind of makes me want to go back to skyrim and breath of the wild but um sure but yeah i mean if you can get give it on it, game it pass anyways. then definitely give give it a try because it's a beautiful game and it does have some fascinating elements to it, but um, it's just not sure. quite, you know, not quite clicking with me. Uh, so maybe Fallout New Vegas will be my new open world game since I've started a game of that a few weeks ago. Another Game Pass game. 
yes, that's how I ended up starting. Lucas has been talking about it so much. I'm like, hey, it's on Game Pass. May as well give it a shot. Game. Can we get through a show without talking about Game Pass? I didn't bring it up this time. I'm just I want oh, the record. I know. Like it's it's to, to state. I mean, I have. I have a PS4, but I almost never play it because I have almost no games for it. I've got Spider-Man. I've got um, Metal Gear Solid. And besides that, you mm-hmm. know, like, and I have Grand Theft Auto V mostly because I thought I could transfer my game save from the PS3 and I found out that I couldn't. Mm-hmm. But, like, no. I don't pay for a PlayStation Plus or whatever the heck it's called. So I don't have access to all these other things. And all I'm, like, all I'm thinking is, like, I have an Xbox One and I get so much use out of it through Game Pass alone, just like, oh, here's a game that I've never played before. I'm going to download it, play it for maybe an right. hour, and, you know, what the hell, if I never play it again, Who it cares? didn't cost me anything yeah. extra. But, like... Exactly. Yeah, like, it's really a feature that I wish all systems had. Like, Nintendo's got their classic games, which are nice Nintendo addition, could but... kill it, too. They could kill absolutely crush it with nintendo game pass right especially just... you know you 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 add in the you know like the the classics the multiplayers your evergreen titles and, and stuff like that like you know get people to pay you know a hundred bucks a year instead of 70 bucks a year or whatever the heck the the you know mm-hmm. things cost but you got access to you know all of the classics, like even you know Mario yeah, Party and, I would, and the Pokemon games and stuff like that. Like, if I had access to the entire back catalog of Nintendo, you know, past, present, future, that type of thing on, on Game Pass type of scenario, I would a hundred percent pay for that. I maybe they wouldn't be able to put like you know new Switch or Switch Two, whatever the next console may be. Um, maybe we wouldn't be able to put those games on it, but like, give me all the Wii games, give me all the Wii U games. Like, give me—I mean, hell, I would even take it just up to the Nintendo 64. How I would probably buy that. How game have pass. we not gotten more Wii games on the Switch? Like, it's the perfect. Oh my god! It seems like a no-brainer. Right, you've got the motion controls built into the controllers that are built onto the system. Like, you could totally port a a bunch of those games. You know, like the red steels and the mad worlds and you know all these there would boom probably blocks. be some there, there would probably be some um you know okay you got to change the code up a little bit because those games relied on the like the ir tracking whereas these ones use like almost the we motion plus ish tracking yeah but um you know like do something about it you know like give me the games so. yeah but yeah I, I would take it for sure i would take it for sure but, uh, yeah, it sounds like that's about uh, it for you that you've been playing, huh? Yeah, like I said, nothing new and exciting, but I did get to actually play games, and so it was, it was worth talking about, you know, go, doing it old school. <laughs> sure, totally. Uh, well, speaking about old school, I'm bringing it back to the wrestling just a bit. The game that I was talking about was actually a Nintendo-developed game on the NES, just called Pro Wrestling. Oh, that um, one. And- Mm-hmm. And it had the star man, the guy with the um, the pink jumpsuit with the blue star on his face. But the um, the lizard guy I was talking about wasn't a lizard at all. He's called the Amazon, and he was actually half man and half piranha. I do remember. I never played that game, but I do. Um, I do. Oh, I, you I've have heard about it. 
I think it, you have to go emulate it or something. That game holds up. I don't know why Nintendo hasn't brought it back because it's it holds up. It's still was it good. on the NES Classic? I don't. You know, think I don't so. think they had very many black box games on the on the Classic. Now that now that I think about it, I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to. Well, and then this out. is. This is the game um, that infamously brings us a winner is you because that's where the right. that mistranslation came from. So yeah, but uh, okay. Well, I suppose that is about it for the show tonight. We actually made it for pretty much a full show, so uh, I guess we rambled on for mm-hmm. y'all folks. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Um, we are gonna get out of here though until next week. We'll we should have a full cast again. Um, but until then, we will see you later. Bye-bye. See you real soon. Adios.